Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. Straight up, yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez and I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title now for better than three decades. And straight up today, we're talking boxing, we're talking history, we're talking Ali Frazier, probably the greatest rivalry of all time. We'll spend some time with both Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier in this article. Of course, we're talking about Joe Frazier now in the past tense because Joe's passed on and Muhammad Ali at the age of 73, having enjoyed that birthday in January, is not in the greatest of health, although I did see a picture of him last week with a celeb and he looked great. And if that was a current picture, guess what? The champs made another comeback. That's right. He's back again. I'm talking about the great Muhammad Ali, born Cassius Clay. We'll delve into that subject, Ali Frazier. We'll talk about the Weekend in boxing, of course, boxing coming back to CBS television, the big network. Of course, 1993, I believe, was the last time we've had a fight on CBS. And it was a good card, the World Light Heavyweight Championship, the lineal, the World Recognized Light Heavyweight Championship was on the line. Adonis Stevenson in the main event. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the return of of boxing to network television and, and the quality and the quantity and why there has to be so much better quality than there is quantity. Right now, we've got lots of quantity. Eight networks doing boxing. Al Heyman's doing a great job getting it out there, but quality. Quality is what makes boxing fans. People don't want to see bunk fights where one guy wins zero rounds, the other guy wins 12 rounds. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 1-800-878-7529 is 1-800-878-7529. The Twitter thing, at Ring Talk, live all across America. This is Ring Talk. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone at just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV 
Today, investors need to secure and protect their life savings. With government spending out of control, they continue to print money to cover the ever-increasing debt, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. American Bullion offers a hassle-free opportunity to transfer any portion of your existing IRA or previous 401k to a gold IRA for your protection. Take advantage of the lower gold prices today and enjoy the long-term security and hedge against inflation that gold and silver can provide in an IRA. Thousands of others have trusted American Bullion to transfer their IRAs into gold, and you can too. Call American Bullion today and discover the stability, protection, and peace of mind that a gold IRA can bring. Call American Bullion today at 800-576-1046 for a free consultation and receive their free IRA rollover guide, which offers the best information on gold IRAs. Keep your life savings safe and sound when you can. Call 800-576-1046. That's 800-576-1046 for your free gold IRA guide. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. I'm here and I'm ready. They're not. Bring it. 12 minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. We're talking boxing this hour. In the following hour, many of these same sports byline affiliates, and of course, live worldwide on iHeartRadio, sportsbyline.com, iTunes, I can go on and on, but the bottom line is we're live all over the place. There's no way you can escape Ring Talk Live Worldwide if you want an inside look into the world of boxing, the longest-running fight show in history now, 30-plus years. Let's talk about the return of boxing to CBS television. Yes, it was a triumphant return in some regards because it was boxing back on CBS, and I was excited about it. It was noon my time. That's right, Saturday afternoon at 12 o'clock. It was the old days. It was flashback, 1970s, 1980s, okay? We're talking boxing at noon. You got to sit around the house, you know, look at the clock and hope that this fight was going to go off when it didn't. It went off, and it was two hours of pretty good boxing. I'm talking about, you know, the... I gotta put this. He is the lineal light heavyweight champion. They call him Superman, but he's not Superman. His name is Adonis Stevenson, and the Superman is more of a uh, uh, of a joke, I think, than, than anything else. Because all in all, he's not super. He's thirty seven years old, and were he to face uh, Sergey Kovalov, he would get eaten alive. I mean, like like a sandwich. Like I mean, it would be like a picnic for Mister Kovalov. But straight up, last night. He went 12 rounds with Saki Obika. Saki Obika's a tough guy. There's no doubt about it, but he was moving up a weight class. Sort of the Al Heyman promotional uh, gimmick of getting a guy from a smaller weight class to move up to another weight class to make your guy look good. Well, guess what? Stevenson didn't look all that good. And if you were to ever tangle <clears throat> with Sergey Kovalov, it would be over, I mean, real, real quick. Of course, now the champion is 26-1, and 21 knockouts. Bika's lost for the sixth time. Bika, of course, did some... Uh, he did okay with Andre Ward. Sort of held his own with Andre Ward, the world 168-pound champion a few years ago in Oakland, California. Speaking of Andre Ward, coming back June the 20th, Andre Ward returns to the Oracle Arena in Oakland, California. And uh, he may be the only franchise left in Oakland after a while. Seriously. I mean, the A's want out of town. They, they, they're leaving. Okay, they're looking for places to go. Um, the Warriors are going to leave. They're, that's the NBA team. And the Raiders, they're talking about getting out of town, going to Carson and or L.A. So the bottom line is everybody's leaving L.A., I mean Oakland. And now the only franchise seems to be the world 168-pound champion. I'm talking about Mr. Andre Ward and, of course, the son of God and all that kind of good stuff. But, you know, I'm going to wonder how this is going to work, the son of God thing that he's got going. And that's his image. More power to him. But I wonder how that's going to work if they're doing hip-hop music in with his fights, you know, the bad lyrics and all that kind of good stuff. I wonder how that's going to work. I really wonder how that's going to work. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. So the 175-pound championship went down last night. Eh, not a real exciting fight. What can I say? It sort of looked like Manny Pacquiao in the early days in that he only had a left cross. And if all you've got is a left cross, we're talking about Donna Stevenson, if all you got is a left cross, you're not going to make it. No way, not against Sergey Kovalev, the undefeated WBO champion. Now, the two-time Russian Olympian, Arthur Bittybird, now 8-0 with eight knockouts. Good Lord, this guy shows up to fight, man. He took out Gabriel Campillo, not the most rugged guy in the world, but uh, he was the guy that I thought beat Tavares Cloud in an IBF fight, heavyweight title fight a few years ago and got robbed by the, uh, by the judges. But the bottom line is, 
He put up a good fight last night, but it wasn't enough. This guy looks like he might be the next Russian monster. I mean, we're talking about, you know, Triple G, Kovalov. I mean, the wrestling Provodnikov, these guys with these V's. And uh, with Larry, Lur- Lur- like Larry Merchant said, when you've got a V in your name, you're sort of dangerous. But this guy looks like he looks like a monster. And I would love to see him against uh, Sergey Kovalov to get it on for the 175-pound championship. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Don't forget we're here Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. And the easiest way, one of the easiest way to get us, you can go to iHeartRadio, go to iHeartRadio Talk, listen to us live, or you can go to iHeartRadio and, like, download the old shows. Just not download them. Just go to the iHeartRadio channel, the Ring Talk channel. Go straight air, and you catch out all the prior shows. You go back maybe three or four months. I mean, you can go back to my show and on my website, ringtalk.com, and go back many, many months, if not years. But the bottom line is, iHeart makes it easy. They remind you the show's happening. And, of course, Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sundays at 11 a.m. Pacific time on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Now, I want to tell you this. Anthony Joshua, the 2012 Olympian, 11-0, and 11 knockouts, 12-0, and 12 knockouts. Uh, he, the guy looks great. He does. He's like six foot seven. 245, 250 pounds. He sculpted like a Vander Holyfield, only not that chiseled, not that that steroidish looking. He looks real natural. Okay, he's a natural looking big guy, and I think he's going to be the future of the heavyweight division. But again, you've got Deontay Wilder, and he made a brief appearance yesterday on CBS Television, lauding his position as being the only first heavyweight champion from America in better than seven or eight years. But he's really not the champion per se. He is the he's an alphabet champion. He's the sanctioning body champion of the World Boxing Council. Okay, but the world champion is without a doubt Vladimir Klitschko. I mean, everybody knows that sixty three and three, fifty three, fifty four knockouts. Of course, he's going to take on Brian Jennings, and Brian Jennings of Philadelphia, PA, going to get lit up like a White House Christmas tree. I'm telling you, the World Heavyweight Championship is secure with Vladimir Klitschko probably for as long as he wants to keep it. That's how good he is, seriously. Six foot seven, 38 years old, but I think he's got the, the talent, the will, the conditioning, and the desire to beat these guys for a long time if he continues to do so. Will he retire before Deontay Wilder? I guess that is the real big question. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. 1 800 878 7529. That's 1 800 878 7529. Tyson Fury, the heavyweight sensation. Yeah, okay. Six foot seven, 260 pounds. The UK, of course, the giant gypsy, the guy that's knocking everybody dead. He's supposed to get a shot at Klitschko, right? He's talking about signing a deal with Bellator MMA. He wants to fight the heavyweight champion of Bellator MMA. Wow, that's a bit of a jump. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800 631 800 631 800 631 Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229.
Today, more than ever, Americans need a means to protect their life savings. With a troubled economy and government spending out of control, they've been forced to promote loose money policies, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. Birch Gold Group can help you protect your savings by rolling over all or a portion of your IRA or 401k into an IRA backed by physical gold. Take advantage of the best gold prices in years and enjoy the long-term hedge against inflation that gold provides by moving into a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group, the precious metal IRA specialists. Call Birch Gold Group today for a free consultation on how a tax-free rollover to a gold IRA can offer stability, protection, and the peace of mind that your life savings, which you've worked so hard to build, is safe. Call 888-221-0010 and receive Birch Gold's free information kit, which offers the best-kept secrets for safeguarding your savings with gold. Call 888-221-0010. That's 888-221-0010. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help, and your insurance may offer coverage. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven, gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. You know, I'm just excited. Uh, just excited to be back. I wish we could do a fight every night. You know me, Pedro. Nick Charles was the super fly of uh, sportscasters. That hair, CNN, of course, he broke in in 1980, and they were amazing. I mean, that was like the first cable sports show, and of course, passed away in 2011. My buddy sent me a text. He passed away on the 25th, uh, June 25th, 2011. Sent me an email three days before and said, wasn't that a great fight we just witnessed tonight? So he was watching boxing all the way up to the end. Nicholas Charles Nikiz. That's how he was born. Nick Charles is how we knew him. God bless him. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Last week uh, in 1962, the Jack Parr show came to an end. And Jack Parr, of course, was the host of the original Tonight Show. Then he handed the ball off to Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson handed it to Jay Leno. Jay Leno handed it to the guy that's in the throne right now. But the bottom line was back in the day, it was Jack Parr. And on this day, Jack Parr hooked up with Muhammad Ali and a very, very famous celebrity that a lot of people don't know. But back in the day, he was the guy as far as flamboyance was concerned. I'm talking about Liberace. Let's roll it. I'd like you to meet, perhaps, ladies and gentlemen, the next world's champion of the Lexington YMCA. A grand young man. I hope the next champion of the United States. Why not? Cassius Clay. to learn, you know, because I've gone along with the, with the, the cliche, you know, that, uh, that you're all a product of uh, poetry and everything, but I didn't know that you were United States Olympic boxing champ, 1959 and 1960. Oh, 
did you start boxing? Why did you start boxing? I started boxing in Louisville, Kentucky. Why? Two years ago. Tell me something. The nice little Twelve years ago. Someone stole my bicycle. That's right. And I said that if I ever catch the guy, I'm going to beat him up. But I never did catch him. You never did. No, but... And you feel that you, uh... You possibly could... Could, uh... I'm getting ready to fight the roughest and the toughest man in the world. Sonny Liston. Right. And you feel you have a chance? If he dreamed he beat me, he would apologize. That's it. right. Sonny Liston rather take off his sport coat, soak it in gasoline, and run through hell before he fights me. I know he's backing away all the time. I see. Uh, listen, uh, why don't you play for him? Uh, we're going to play the fight with him, wouldn't you? Oh, that's a, I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> well, why don't you play and let, let the cashes? If you don't, if you can't fight, you know, if it doesn't work out, you can always get a job with Bourbon yeah. Shave, I think, the way he was just rhyming. Would, would you, you like me to play? Yeah, that would be a beautiful combination. All, All right. right. Yes. Wait. Well, you, you recite something, and I'll make up the music, too. Uh, for a change, do the one about you. Oh. Uh, this is the legend of Cassius Clay, the most beautiful fighter in the world today. That's incredibly speedy. The mythic world was dull and weary. With a champ like Liston, things had to be dreary. Then someone with color, someone with dash, brought fight fans running with cash. This brash young boxer is something to see. And the heavyweight championship is his destiny. This kid fights great. He's got speed and endurance. But if you decide to fight him, increase your The then Cassius Clay, NBC television, late night television, The Tonight Show, Jack Parr and Liberace. And Liberace was probably one of the first openly gay performers. I mean, uh, it was obvious he was gay. He wasn't fronting it off for anybody, and, and he, didn't, he didn't get bugged about it. This was sort of back in the time when it was taboo. I mean, un, you know, Indiana is sort of taboo now, I guess, as well. But the bottom line is Liberace, Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay, Jack Parr, a great combination. But when you look at the entire picture and what Muhammad Ali has given not only to the sport but given to the world, because, you know, I asked him a few times, and, and, and I put him on the spot, and I asked him, you know, why – why did you take the pass that you took? I mean, the resistance of the draft, they weren't going to send him off to the military. He wasn't going to be fighting in the wars of Vietnam down in the trenches and jumping out of airplanes or anything like that. You know, they were going to have him do like a Joe Lewis type of thing and have him go around and box a few exhibitions and, you know, talk to the guys and things like that. But he said that he wasn't going to allow his, his name to be used to lead other young men to slaughter. And he had a point. 58,000 people died. And this man stood up against the United States government at a time when you didn't do that. J. Edgar Hoover, then the FBI chief and the Department of Justice were after him like you wouldn't believe. They bugged his phones. They followed him everywhere he went. Eventually, they took away his heavyweight championship because they didn't like the way uh, he took care of himself in public. He had become a, uh, a member of the Nation of Islam. And at the time, the sect of, uh, of Islam, of course, headed by the uh, not so honorable Elijah Muhammad, although Muhammad will call him the uh, uh, honorable Elijah Muhammad, but Elijah Muhammad ruled the sect. Herbert Muhammad was his son. That was Muhammad Ali's manager, and they had a pretty good deal going because uh, they had sort of like the Colonel Tom Parker, Elvis Presley type of deal. In other words, for every buck that Ali made, the Muslims made a buck. And for every buck Colonel Tom Parker made, Elvis made a buck. So the bottom line is it was almost like a 50-50 type of thing. And I asked Ali about, you know, why the Muslim thing? What, what drew him to, to being a Muslim? Because I've seen some pictures of him in early 1962 and early 1963 attending Malcolm X speeches and things like that. And I was wondering, you know, what, what motivated him? He said, well, I sort of got the, 
the inclination that Christianity wasn't my thing back in the late 1950s. And I was looking for an alternative. And the alternative to me was becoming a Muslim. And eventually I did become a Muslim. And I think that had a lot to do with me being the figure in which I am now. And I said, what do you mean by that? He said, if I wasn't a Muslim, I'd just be some other N, O, Bobby, and we, you know what I'm trying to say, fighter. That's the N-word. That's what he would just, uh, uh, that's what he said. I'd just be another N fighter. And I was like, whoa. He goes, think about it. Just think about it. Had I not stood up to the government, had I not done the things that I did, I'd just be another ex-fighter. I'm not another ex-fighter. As we're driving through the streets of Macau, folks, and, of course, people realizing this van has Muhammad Ali in it, and we didn't have the tinted windows back then, so you could see who was in it, and, like, they were storming into the street, and they were blocking traffic, and he had to get out, and he had to shake hands, and he signed autographs, and the police had to clear for us to get out. He was just... Everywhere you went with this man, it was nothing but specialness. It was nothing but, nothing but, how can I put this? You just knew you were in the presence of greatness. So when he calls himself the greatest, yes, he is the greatest. Not only the greatest boxer, but probably the greatest athlete of all time. Because I think nobody really stood up for more than Muhammad Ali stood up for. He stood up against the government at a time when it wasn't popular. Okay, Stood up against the boxing establishment and eventually beat them. Of course, then he came March 8th, 1971, undefeated, going in against smoking Joe Frazier, and he loses a 15-round decision. He was 29 years old, almost 30 years old, okay? 29 years old, had lost two and a half years of his prime, so you got to figure he was back in the day, what, 27, when, of course, they took away that championship, so his prime was taken away. A lot of people sort of liken him right to current uh, world 168-pound champion Andre Ward, who was locked in that, locked in that contractual dispute with, with uh, Goose and Tudor Promotions for so long that he was out of action. He'll be out of action for a year and a half, coming back June the 20th at the Oracle Arena. I don't know who's going to carry that, but his prior previous fights have been on HBO and Showtime, so we'll see what's happening with that. And the bottom line was, of course, last night, the CBS telecaster yesterday afternoon, his trainer, Virgil Hunter, was one of the color analysts. So that was pretty cool. But back to Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier. You've got to celebrate the man and celebrate him for what he was. He was a unique individual that stood up to everybody. I mean, and he did it. And he beat people at a point in time when he wasn't supposed to beat people. He wasn't supposed to beat Sonny Liston. Of course, a lot of people think that both both of those fights were fixed. And I've had people on the show like Paul Gallander, uh, the the uh, author of the Sonny Liston fights, the Sonny Liston-Ali fights one and two, where they fixed uh, he says that the Muslims or the Nation of Islam, uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and his people held Geraldine Liston, who was Sonny Liston's wife, and members of his family hostage the day of the, feist, the fight. I don't think so. I'm talking about the rematch. Of course, that was in Lewiston, Maine, when Ali went down. Or when Ali went down. When Liston went down with one punch with the big phantom punch. They called it the anchor punch. Call it what you want. But the bottom line was the punch made contact. Liston knew not to get up. Liston was told not to get up. Liston did not get up until after the count of 10. Of course, the then referee was the former world heavyweight champion himself, Jersey Joe Walcott. He was confused. He didn't know what to do. He allowed the fight to continue, as I thought he should, and because it's the referee's call. It's his discretion, okay? And then Nat Fleischer, who was at ringside, was the, like the head of Ring Magazine for like so many decades. He says, no, 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 the fight's over. The fight's over, and he calls Walcott over while Ali and Liston are entangled in uh, throwing punches back and forth, and he calls the referee over, and they end up stopping the fight. And, of course, almost a riot. Talk about the anchor punch. This is what Ali had to say about it. Anchor punch. Anchor. I call it the anchor punch. Did someone step and fetch it out here? Yeah, man. And people couldn't see it. They, it was so fast. Sport Illustrated clocked the, they got a slow motion camera. They clocked the punch, and the punch flew at four one hundredths of a second. You can break a second down to a hundred pieces. You know how people win a ski race, they say he won in 16 one hundredths. He won in 32 one hundredths of a second. So you can break a second down to a hundred pieces. So, you know, that's quick. So four one hundred, they got a machine that goes like real quick. And it counts real quick, you know, real quick. And 
by the time that thing hit four, that's how quick, from the time the punch started to the where it landed, it was four one-hundredths of a second, which is an eye blink. Like a camera flash, that's four hundredths of a second. Now, the minute I hit Sonny Listen, all of those people blinked at that moment. That's why they didn't see the <laughs> I swear. And if you watch the film close, you got to hold your eyes. And keep looking about that. When I said, all right, I'm getting ready to hit him. You can't just, you got to hold your eyes and wait. No, you won't see it, man. The great Muhammad Ali, of course, born Cassius Clay. And, of course, when you look at that film, the actual still picture of Muhammad Ali standing over uh, Sonny Liston, you look between his legs, and guess who's there? Larry Merchant. A picture of Larry Merchant between Muhammad Ali's legs, Cassius Clay's legs, back in... It was crazy. I mean, imagine that being a time capsule in history forever. This epic picture, and you're in, in the middle of Muhammad Ali's legs. There you are, a clear picture of a young Larry Merchant. Amazing. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. On the other side of the break, we'll talk Ali Frazier. Actually, we'll hear from both Ali and Frazier. This is Sports Byline, iHeartRadio. Sirius XM Satellite Radio and the American Forces Network. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE, 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Here's an urgent alert from the student loan hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707 800-949-8707 I'm the one fighting George Foley, George Foley You've been bleeding all the stuff you've been reading By how hard he hits 
George Foreman, not now Joe Frazier. He'll destroy the kid. When you get out here, if you're playing, just smile. Just act like you're happy. I'm not going to win the fight if I went out thinking like you. Damn, George Foreman. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Okay, you'll never guess who's singing this song. It is 41 minutes past the hour. I'll let the song play for just a second. You tell me. Think. If you're saying Sam Cooke, no, you're wrong. That's Muhammad Ali. I kid you not. He released an album in 1963. Of course, he has his own uh, spot on the Hollywood Walk of Fame at 68 on one Hollywood Boulevard. And straight up, Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier, as I said, probably the greatest rivalry in sports history. And back in 71, of course, they commenced in the first of three fights, 71, 74, and, of course, 75. And straight up, the third fight, the thrill of Manila, took a whole lot out of both of them. But here they are talking about each other courtesy of YouTube. The greatest rivalry in sport was also one of the darkest. For decades, Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier continued a blood feud that began when they were powerful young men and ran on when neither man still could. Joe Frazier's in trouble! You know, he's crazy. When you talk about the butterfly, you got to think about the man who faced the butterfly, who took him down. Where that he was a guy saying that, uh, Joe Frazier, if you, you knock me down. If Joe Frazier whoops me, I crawl across the ring on my knees. I'm getting on my hands on my knees. Crawl across the ring. I crawl across the ring. He said, you are the great. He was trying to get to the hospital. <laughs> Joe Frazier still lives in Philadelphia, the city he made home at the start of his boxing career. His gym hosts a new generation of boxers from one of Philly's toughest neighborhoods. Born in brutal poverty in South Carolina himself, Frazier escaped north to fight for a new life. I, I lived my life on the basis of being champion of the world. I wouldn't let nobody stop me. And he got in the way. I had to move him. In the back office of Joe Frazier's gym hangs a photo that's close to his heart. It's a shot of Ali being knocked down in their first fight in 1971. Uh, you know, it's something I've done a lot of men didn't do. It's something I've done that the whole world can see. To understand their rivalry, it pays to remember the racially divided America in which these two proud black men grew up. I'm gonna whoop you like you ain't never been whooped. You wait. I'm gonna whoop you like you ain't never been whooped. Ali's sharp tongue always gave him an edge in the pre-bow banter, but when he called Frazier an Uncle Tom, a black man who is subservient to whites, he went too far. Ali had an element of cruelty to him. There's a, a, a bit of bid to sanitize Ali. The, the movie, the Will Smith movie, Ali certainly did that. Um, to make him almost this kind of demigod. And Ali could be a, a cruel bastard. Ali had no real personal problem with Frazier, but knew he could get to his opponent verbally and took full advantage. By their third and final clash in Manila in 1975, his taunting had Joe smoking. I'm going to do something to Joe Frazier that might be illegal. My lawyers told me to bring a bail sponsor to get me out of jail. They might put my tail in jail and get me out of bail after what I do to Joe Frazier. Frazier was in peak shape. He hated Ali. And what Ali had done in this fight was he had taken the insults to a new level. Um, I mean, not only was there the Uncle Tom stuff, not only was there um, portraying Frazier as be being basically thick, but he produced a, a, a rubber gorilla, and he started knocking it like that. This is the, you, the gorilla, this is the thriller in Manila, and so on and so on. That's all you're going to see, the Philippine rubber. Come on, gorilla, we're in Manila. <laughs> and so Fraser's children were being called gorillas. 
Um, now, if you think of the image of somebody being portrayed as a gorilla, a proud black man like Joe Frazier, it, to him, it, it, had, it, it resonated. When a man is nervous and like uh, out of line, probably not comfortable with himself, he might say anything. He might just jump up and say anything crazy, you know what I mean? And uh, that's him. And uh, maybe if he had probably took his blood pressure when he was talking, he probably went up to about 150 over 200. And you went, all me shall fall when I get the gorilla in Manila. The pair were tied at one victory apiece when they arrived for their final showdown in Manila. It was a fight that had it all and nearly ended it all for both of them. Manila was hot. Humid. What? Wow. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how we got that. But I guess the money was right there. The money was right there. I thought we were there. What a murderous fight. I was exhausted working the fight. It was hot. It was like under a tin roof. I don't know how Joe and Muhammad survived. The third fight was the best fight, I believe, in, in boxing history because they nearly killed each other. And they fought with such intensity under such adverse conditions. The shots that I caught them with, man, that it would take down sides of the building. Muhammad came back to the corner and he really flopped, you know, and this, I just went about my thing, you know, with the ice and everything, cooling them off. And uh, after Muhammad made the crack himself, as the closest he felt to death in the corner. Going into the last round, Frazier's eyes were closing up. Ali was just ahead on points, but both were exhausted. Fraser was stumbling around, he couldn't see, uh, and he was in a state of virtual collapse, but he wouldn't give up because of that, that hatred was still there, and he collapsed in his corner, and he could barely see, and Eddie Futch said, enough, it's over, son, you fight another day, because he was worried that if Ali came after the 15th round, um, Ali would kill him. Ali had been close to collapse himself, and after Manila, neither man would be the same again. Ali went to Manila as an is, but left as a was. Years later, I'm visiting him in Hancock Park, and I said to Ali, geez, let's watch the uh, fight in Manila. He looked at me uh, with vacant eyes. He said he would show me any fight that I wanted to see, but he said, not that fight. I don't, want to, I don't want to look at hell again. In 1989, the pair appeared together in London to promote a video with George Foreman, and Frazier was still the butt of Ali's jokes. <laughs> then in 1996, Ali lit the flame at the Atlanta Olympics. Most of the world looked on in awe. He was a hero. The only dissenting voice being that of Joe Frazier, who said Ali should have fallen into the flame. The rest of us thought it was wonderful. And yet the rest of us knew what Joe was talking about. We were fighting. We was at war. I mean, why should, why should he speak all this uh, terrible thing about me? And then I didn't say anything about him, so... Whatever came to my mind and my lips, I spit it out. And that's what it is, but I didn't really hope anything happened to the guy, you know. I wish he lived a whole long life like all the other guys, you know what I mean? Go right there. After more than three decades of feuding, in recent years, the bitterness felt by Frazier towards Ali seems to have cooled. It was once central to the greatest rivalry in sport, but now smoke is both calmer and wiser. We had some good wars. We had some good fights together, you know. It's all over. Uh, now we got daughters and maybe sons fighting each other. So maybe uh, we'll be able to see, uh, let's say, uh, Muhammad and uh, Joe Frazier again, between the girls and the boys. 
Pardon? I think that you win a lot of your fights as well as in the ring, outside the ring as well. You psych people out, don't you, beforehand? Well, this works. It don't really, you don't really psych them out. You really make them fight harder. It don't psych them out. It don't put fear in them. And that's the thing. It makes them fight too hard. It makes them anxious. They got to get you. Like I told George, I said, okay, sucker, I'm backing up in the ropes, and I want you to take your best shots. And I just stood there. Come on, show me something. Show me something, kid. You're not doing nothing. You're just a girl. Look at you. You ain't got nothing. Come on, sucker. Show me something. Show me something, sucker. And if you think, if you think I'm not telling the truth, watch the films. I talked him to death, and I made him so angry. He just beat himself out. He was so tired. He was swaying and just fall on the ropes. I said, man, this is the wrong place to get tired. <laughs> I say, you are in trouble. <laughs> Didn't I tell you your hands can't hear what your eyes can't see? You know I'm the greatest of all times. I tell him this when we get in clinches. That worries a man to beat him and talk to him. You understand? <laughs> Do they talk back to you? No. Only one fellow talked back to me, and that was Joe Frazier. I hit Joe Frazier with about 90 punches, if you remember the first fight. I hit him with everything. The man took a terrible beating. He wouldn't fall. I said, are you crazy? I hit him there. I said, you must be crazy. He said, that's right. I'm crazy. I just kept coming. I'm crazy. <laughs> Joe Frazier left us November 7, 2011. Of course, liver cancer. And Joe was, was a great guy to be around sometimes. Other times, he wasn't the greatest guy to be around. Muhammad Ali, always a pleasure to be around. Two different people, two different personalities, two different worlds. One came from South Carolina, the other came from Lex, uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Big difference. I know it's still the South, but big difference. Ali was sort of middle class. Joe wasn't. At the end of the day, Joe Frazier, of course, 32 and 4, a draw on 27 KOs. The great Muhammad Ali, 56 and 5, 38 KOs. Bottom line is the two greatest heavyweights of all time as far as the 1970s were concerned, Ali and Frazier. Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier, the greatest two heavyweights, the greatest trilogy in heavyweight history, live on Sports Byline. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. 
When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. And that was from that plate around the corner. You know, the rope adult, that was a little bit of the rope adult, but he was adult, so he got damn. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide this hour. You're inside looking to the world of boxing in the upcoming hour on many of these same sports byline affiliates. It'll be your inside looking to the world of MMA and talk about the UFC and Ronda Rousey, of course, the biggest news in uh, in all of sports. I mean, she took over WrestleMania. She's like the headliner here, the headliner there. She's on ABC, NBC, CBS. She's the bomb. The bottom line is we'll spend some time talking about Ronda in hour number two. Back to Muhammad Ali, turned pro back in 1960, of course, October 29th, 1960, in Louisville, Kentucky, a unanimous winner in six rounds over Tony Hunsaker, who later became a policeman. In fact, my friend Eric Botcher, the boxing historian out of Florida, the matchmaker for Artie Palulu, uh, he interviewed Tony Hunsaker before he passed away. And, of course, it ended. Oh, his age at that point was he was 18 years, 288 days old. And when he retired, his last fight, Talk about December 11th, 1981, the drama in the Bahamas. It was more like the trauma in the Bahamas. I mean, here was Muhammad Ali trying to, trying his best to imitate himself. And he was, what, 39 years old and 328 days. In other words, he was 40 years old. And Ali was an old 40 years old because this wasn't a time where, where athletes preserved themselves like, you know, current-day athletes like, Floyd Mayweather, per se. Of course, a big super fight. May the second straight up. Manny Pacquiao and he. Is it that much of a super fight? No. Ali Frazier, those are super fights. This is a big fight. This will make some big money, but it won't pay. It'll pale in comparison as far as history is concerned to the Ali Frazier trilogy. The bottom line is Muhammad Ali now, 73 years old, not in the greatest of health, but I saw a good picture of him last week. And if he's looking that good at 73, more power to him, man. His hair was dyed. He was looking sharp. And what can I say? Let's hope he has another 10 birthdays because that that latest uh, that latest DVD out, I Am Ali, that's pretty heavy. I've got a copy of it. If you want to, you can throw uh, throw me an email, and I'll send you a copy of it. R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, ringtalk.com, ringtalk at yahoo.com. But I'm going to give away one. So the first email I get, I'll send the uh, Ali DVD out. Once again, I am Ali. That is the new DVD. I've got a copy of it. I'll send it to you via media mail anywhere in the United States. Take it back. I'll send it anywhere in the world. First email, Ring Talk, R I N G T A L K, Ring Talk at Yahoo.com. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a presentation of the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We are Saturdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. And of course, we are Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Hour number two, the MMA hour is still to come on Sports Byline. Sports Byline. 